come hell or high water, guys. That's Did you get slogan. one of those shirts? No, I didn't. It, it's a pretty good slogan, all things considered. I guess My so. mom bought, like, three of them. Really? Her friends and herself, yeah. It's just like, we need to support Stampede. Can't let this happen. Can't let it be cancelled. Does it support the Stampede? I thought it was for charity. Oh, what? well, like, flood charity? or? Uh, yeah, I thought it was to help support, like, rebuilding. Probably. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's like directly for we need more money pushed pushed into Stampede. Cause... I think it was like Alberta Red Cross. Oh, okay, that that's that more right. honorable. But whatever, like you know, rep in the local festival, like making sure that happens. I don't know. That's that's cool. I think it was yeah. I think it's supposed to be like a double meaning of like, hey, look, we survived this flood. Also, cowboys. Yeah, yeah. that's something a cowboy might say. Canadian Red Cross Alberta Flood Fund. That's what it is. Cool. Um. Having, like, done some of the cleanup there, it's, like, so muddy. There's dirt everywhere. That's How are the horses thing. supposed to run in the mud? Uh, they kind of redid some of the track, so I think it's fine. It's just a okay. track again. But Is the Saddle Dome still, fl- like, Dude, submerged? Th- that's where I was yesterday. It's not submerged, but, like, there's just mud evidence of it having recently been underwater, like, high up those walls. There's a lot of mess there. there. Like, it makes sense now why it's like, oh, we had to cancel those concerts. It's like, yeah, like this whole place is... Or like, it could have been the best concert. It could have been the best concert, but also there's still, like, dangerous areas Giant in there. Giant water party! Asbestos. People would drown, though. Like, I'm thinking of, like, a mosh pit, but, yeah. like, half deep in water. But, like, nice, clean water, as opposed yeah. to gross, silt, mud water. Which sure, is the sure. reality of it. Like, if it was like, hey, we're having a concert at Wave Pool, that's a thing that has apparently happened sometimes, that's a great idea. Oh, really? Yeah, like, uh, okay. up in West Ed, they've had, like, DJ nights or whatever at the Wave oh, Pool. Oh, man, that sounds like the best! It does sound pretty great. Steve Aoki did one, apparently, and I was like, this is, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Good job, everybody involved in thinking that up. That's awesome. But, like, like just... If you could somehow sync the wave machine to what's going on, but I'm sure they can't. But <laughs> I don't think waves really work like that. You yeah, can't I think just that'd be pretty drop hard. And then a wave comes. All these little like uh, they go with like the wub 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 There's all these little tiny waves coming at you. Yeah, you can't. I know it's not that. I don't think you'd be able to tell with other people in the water. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that would be so cool. That it sounded pretty neat. I don't. I don't know. But that's whatever. Like that would not be the case. It would more just be like standing in stagnant water. Well, you know, Carly Rae Jepsen is there. I don't know. Yeah! Yay! So Stampede starts tomorrow, you said? Yeah, that's the parade and first day and all that. I'm sure there's going to be fireworks and whatever. I guess Canada also just happened. But Did you do any Canada Day stuff, any of you guys? Go party? I went to Sokomi Lake. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was so nice out. Um, And then... Fireworks? And then I went to a board game meetup. Beers? Oh, okay. Cool. That that's that's some Canada stuff. I don't know. The city seemed crazy that night. I was like heading home from work and across through downtown. It was just like the most packed, weird, drunk train ever. And it was also just sweaty because it was like heat wave kind of happening. It was like 36. I loved it. Now it's cold, which sucks. Dude, you liked it when it was like forty-two degrees. That was nuts. The hotter the better. Are no. you talking about Tuesday? No. I went biking. What? Hotter the better. You are insane. I what? went I went biking down to go see a movie. What on movie? On that super hot day. What movie did you see? Uh, Despicable Me 2. Did you like it? No. Oh, okay. It's a shame, because I really like that first one. The box office has been pretty healthy for that movie, but I don't know. I didn't like that first one very much, so I maybe like I'll love one. this one. 
don't think so, because the things I didn't like in the first one are kind of amplified for the second one. Okay. So, I don't know. Minions. Minions. You went more kid-friendly on this one? Yeah. Just more minions on this one. Uh, okay. Like, really, when they were saying, hey, we're going to make a Rabbids movie, it was just like, it's just going to be that, isn't it? Oh, like, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, th- I feel like the Rabbids are a bit crazier, but pretty much, also be yeah. more yelling. The minions, basically, all they do is yell. That seemed to be my perception of the first movie, but... Yeah, they yeah. yell. Yeah. It's been a while, but okay. Speaking of Rabbids video games... I guess we're just going to skip over... Video hey, games. We, yeah, video games. I mean, we could talk more about Stampede, but whatever. It's It's got beer. Are you guys going to Stampede? Weird food. Yes. I'll probably go for one day, at least. We'll go for one evening, I think, this time. I went during the day last time, which was a mistake. Because I ran out of stuff to do, like, after three hours. And then it was just like, I could hang out here until it's dark and there's lights and the fireworks, but... I usually I run out so of stuff bored. to do after, like, 30 minutes, because I don't care about petting horses. Yeah, if you don't care about petting horses, then yeah, I don't know what you were doing, because there's not a lot there. There's maybe some music. Do you like some honky-tonk music times? Not at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, I derailed this. Let's let's rail it back. Okay. Anyway, speaking of westerns, uh, Red Dead Redemption is a game. It, it'll probably be there. It won't. Don't worry no. about it. <laughs> Video game time. <laughs> That'd be a weird game to have on demo. You can bring it there, then it'll be there. Yeah, just bring your copy down. I'm sure there's... Does anyone want to play up. some Red Dead Redemption? Multiplayer, you guys. Let's get my posse going. That'll be fun. That, that, that was a cool mode. Anyway, it's it's July 4th, actually. It's Independence Day. So, welcome, Americans. Happy America. Yeah, Happy America Day. Um, no, Happy America. Oh, Happy America. There you go. Watch it. Happy Will Day, Smith movie. movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. They're making sequels, but without Will Smith. Get out of here. We got Jeff Goldblum. That's who we really care about. It was, as long as Jeff Goldblum's in it, I'll save it. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, that's fine. That works for me. Shrug, whatever. But okay. Anyway, it's Independence Day. We've all been playing video games to celebrate. Just go with it. Uh, John, <laughs> what have you been playing in honor of our southern neighbor? Uh, the Cross E. Yeah. Good. You mentioned you brought this was on your list last time, and we told everyone that you were playing that. And we mm-hmm. guessed you really liked it. We what guessed we... that was your game of the week last week. Good good guess. Nice. Well, I don't even remember what I had on the list. I only had four games listed. Um, okay. I can actually look this up. You had Sonic and All-Star Racing Transformed. That as game was well all right. Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures. That game was Then you had fun. a mystery one. You put the dash, but you didn't type in what it was. Uh, that might have just been you trying to remember if I had played another one. Okay. Okay. That sounds like my shorthand. Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures, though. Maybe I'll ask you about that. But... All right. Okay. What'd you play this week? Like, tell us about Picross E. I'm extremely interested. Uh, it is a digital downloadable game. Picross uh, is basically if you played the uh, DS one, mm-hmm. it is essentially that, but just as a download version. And I guess, I guess with less puzzles. This one seems like it has uh, sixty, one twenty. Uh, seems like it has like 150 puzzles in it. Okay. How's that and... stack up to a full? Retail release. I want to say like the DS one had like 500 or something crazy. Oh, okay, it's about a third. Less yeah, a but third. still, like it's only like eight bucks. That's alright. That's not I bad. Think Does it do e- anything 3D? No, no, it's not across 3D. It's just all all 2D style. Mm. How? Well, how I do just you... meant like because it's on the 3DS. I don't mean like is it a cube? Oh, um, you know what? I don't even know if it has a 3D mode at all. Like okay. there's nothing that I can think of that show that happens in it that even would take advantage of the 3D. Okay. 
So you guys have played both. Do you prefer the cube 3D type or regular Picross puzzles? I really like the cube one. They're okay. both really good, in my opinion. I'm better like at both, the 2D but... ones, but the 3D ones are pretty awesome. Okay. So return to that style would be preferable? Or... I kind of I... would like them to go back to 3D just because there's only one of those, and there's I... like six of the other ones. I feel like if the 2D one sells well enough, they'll probably release a 3D one. Okay. Rotate that cube around and three dimensions even. Get an extra depth perception thing. <laughs> oh yeah, Mario I remember what the other game was. 3D. Well, the game it? that I was going to write in was uh, New Super Luigi U. Oh, okay. okay. So you guys can both talk about that then. We can. Except he's probably farther than me. Maybe. I don't probably know. Probably not. I don't know. I only went like four stages in. Oh, I'm farther than you. Yeah, see? Does it? Well, like... whatever. It's just... it's Okay. Are you done with Picross E, I guess? Yeah. Uh, okay, if so... you like Picross games, play it. Like, okay. it's just... That, that, like, I reviewed that. People can uh, can check out my review on Comic Book Bin, but... Like, it's just like a map pack, basically. Right. It's 20 bucks if you own the core game. Yeah, and like a, I understand a retail version is coming out for 30 later on. Yeah, it's a month later, so in August. It's weird. Okay. But how are those maps? Are they like, oh man, so Luigi-focused, this is great, I love Luigi. Uh, they, they, hit a, they hit a Luigi sprite in like every stage. Okay. Yeah, I saw those. What do you do with those? You don't do anything. You just, you just, hey, there's a Luigi sprite. Oh, you and just you move see on. them? Yeah, it's as like, far as I'm aware of, that's all that you do. Oh, I was going to say it's like the ducks in Metal Gear, but you can actually do something with those. So, Or the frogs, rather. I think they're just like neat little Easter eggs. Okay. So it's like, haha, I found it. Cool. I don't know. I like it. Uh, the physics are different. So it's a little bit weird to get used to, especially when the physics have pretty much been the same for the past, like, three or four Mario. New Super Mario games? Do you mean just, like, how he can jump higher? He jumps higher, and uh, his, yeah, his jump's longer, and he's slippery on ground. He's so annoyingly slippery. Mm. Okay. Like, that that's the thing dating back to, like, uh, the lost levels, like Mario 2. Sure. I just, it was, yeah, it was weird. I just, I, I fell off and died so many times from his sliding. No, yeah, it, it does take a lot to get used to. But, no, I, I think for 20 bucks, you definitely get your money's worth. If you like Mario games. Are they new stages or remixed stages? They're new stages, but the, the kicker is each stage only gives you 100 seconds to get through it. Oh, uh, okay. That, so it's but they're, con- they're also really challenge. condensed down. Like, because Luigi can also jump higher, he's basically faster. Okay. And the, the stages, they do take that in consideration. Like, plat- ledges and stuff will be higher up or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you'll basically be finishing a stage in like 40 seconds. Okay. So pretty fast-paced and frantic yeah. levels. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo actually also addressed one of my big concerns with New Super Mario U mm-hmm. when uh, with this, too. They finally added in support for the Wii U Pro Controller. I noticed that. I thought that was just maybe an update for the whole thing. That was an update that came along with Luigi U, so it, effect- it works for both. Okay, I wasn't sure with- about that because when I put the disc in, my system had to do, like, two updates for, like, everything going on, so I didn't get to play Luigi U for, like, two hours. <laughs> yeah, no, the, so up, the updates are kind of... Wii U or that game. The, can you set the Wii U to auto-download and then shut off when it's done? Because I don't remember if you can do that or not. I know the PlayStation I th- I thought you could that. at first, but, yeah, I, I don't remember Well, for I think sure. the system is, by default, set to auto-shut off after a bit of, like, no one touching it. Hmm. And during downloads, it won't do that because it needs to stay on. So I'm assuming if you just kind of, you know, turn your TV off, 
it'll download the whole thing and then revert back to okay, five minutes from now I'll turn off or whatever. Well, yeah, honestly, I, I don't even. I'm not even playing my Wii U in the same up. room it's in. So yeah, okay. Hmm. I haven't turned that thing on in a while either. I realized. Yeah. yeah. I picked up Game of Wario. I'm kind of excited to play that. I'm kind of excited to tell you about that. Okay. Uh, that's that's pretty much all I played this week. Uh, I wanted to. Oh no, sorry. I just played Battle Block Theater. Oh, oh wow. Okay. How's that? I like it, it actually. It seems I'm I'm not too far in it. Uh, I was just kind of I was just going to play some Deadpool because I picked that up as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, while I was messing around, I I remembered I picked up Battle Block, so I started playing that for a bit. I, I probably will definitely play more of that. It's got a that weird behemoth charm to it. There's a narrator, and he's pretty goofy. Yeah, cool. the, he was in the trailers and stuff. He was pretty yeah, the, the platforming scene's pretty tight on it, too, and it seems like uh, it gets really crazy later on. I played some, the first three stages, and then I played one of the uh, community stages. Yeah. And, like, the jump in difficulty from those first three stages to that community stage was ridiculous. Like, uh, the community one was r- really hard. Yeah, well, That's I guess because I also didn't know how to do everything, but, like... Okay. It seems like you can make some really interesting stages in that game, and there's a lot of stuff to unlock. Okay. So, uh... How much of that narration stuff's in it? Because I was, like, wondering how much of the written story there is in there. It's heavy at first. Okay. Like, there's this big opening cutscene that lays the story down, and it, it's pretty goofy, because it's, like, you know, like, the little stick puppets? Yeah, yeah. They go, like, all heavy-handed with that. And then when I got an actual gameplay, like, he narrates a bit. Then when you get into the stages, there isn't really anything. Except he'll, like, say something if you pick up a gem or if you die or whatever. But I assume once you get to specific points, like, it looks like there's boss stages or something like that. I assume at those points he'll come back in with more story. Okay. I was always interested. I don't know why I never picked that up. I should. It, it is a platform-heavy game. You have to like platforming games to enjoy Battle Block from what I've seen. Hmm. Whereas I was kind of just like, eh, I'll wait for the Steam version. I'm also curious that it... I'm curious how the co-op is in that game, because it seems like it could be a huge headache. Like, people's trolling each other, kind of? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, you you like Mario co-op, and that's a huge headache. True, but I, like, let's, let's be honest here, Mario co-op, not necessarily the most cooperative thing in the world. No. Exactly. You can beat Mario co-op games by yourself. I think in Battle Block Theater, you actually have to work together. Oh, okay. So, like, someone can just be like, no, and, like, you can't proceed until yeah. they help out. Well, I think that's right, because I think I played some of the co-op de- back at PAX, and it was like, we both have to hit this button, what are you doing? Okay. That, they, I could see that getting the bad kind of frustrating. Because, yeah, Mario, you could just keep jumping. Like, it's just like, eh, whatever. Like, you're too slow. You died. But this sounds like a lot But if of... you have good friends, then you're good. Yeah. I mean, or like, if you're stuck playing online with puppies, good luck on that one. Well, I'm just thinking, like, you remember you were saying, like, Burnout Paradise, you could have people that are just not starting the race with you, kind of sure. thing. Sure. Like, just like... Oh, believe me, I know. Like, great game, but it can be ruined by idiots, so... Horrible flashbacks. Yeah. Sorry to bring that up. Just, I don't know. That's what I was imagining people could do quite easily. But, okay. I want to hear a little bit about uh, Sonic All-Star Racing Transformed real quick. Yeah, which platform uh, did you play it on? 3DS. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> we were what? I so the system that I'm not do. ever going to play it on. Oh, fair enough. Like, I assume the handling's fairly similar, so... Uh, it's very Mario Kart-ish, uh... No, it's with... Diddy Kong Racing-ish, right? <laughs> Does it have multiple vehicles, or...? <laughs> to, to be fair, that was technically a different company, so... Yeah. Yeah, but no, because now it has, like, you turn, you can go on the water, and you can, there's flying sections. Oh, yeah, or, you know, Mario Kart 7. Yeah, but Diddy Kong did it first. Whiz Pig. 
No, technically in Diddy Kong Racing, you had to pick which vehicle you did first. And this and oh, this one and it's seven. You, depending yeah. on what. Oh, okay. right. Okay, so it's, yeah, more like, it's more like seven than Diddy Kong. Right. But that was great because there's airplanes racing hovercrafts. I don't know. Like, I I really like it. The, it's got a, a drifting mechanic that's very similar to uh, the the Outrun games. If you've played like those arcade games, mm-hmm. so it handles very similar to that. Like, it's got a lot of items. Every the characters you have have specific stats, and you can change their loadout depending on how much you've played as the character. Because you earn experience for races. Uh, yeah, you earn experience for good driving or just like good item use. The items are very much like Mario Kartish. Although the the blue shell equivalent seems to be a little different, mm-hmm. like it can hit multiple people after it's hit the first person. It like unless I unless I'm looking at the wrong item, like it's like this hornet's nest basically. So it hits the first player, and then there's like a cloud of hornets that just stick around where where it hit, and then other people can crash into it on the track. Oh, okay. okay. I don't think that was in the first one. Yeah, no, I'm not sure about that. But uh, I don't know. I, I really liked it. Uh, I've been playing mainly as Knuckles and Ulala. Okay, who's been uh, added to the roster? Uh, on the 3DS version, it came with two bonus characters, uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. And Danica Patrick, as in, like, the NASCAR racer. What? Okay. Apparently awesome. Sega Apparently Sega sponsors her. I don't know. Awesome. My, my favorite racer. Now that I you also, say that, I seem to recall her being in commercials or something. Yeah. But, okay. I also remember uh, Vice from Skies of Arcadia. Uh... Wait, is Sonic the, in it? Sorry, yeah. who is the celebrity lady in Pocket Bike Racers, the Burger King game? Oh shoot, there's a celebrity lady in there. Yeah, no, like she's like on remember. the cover. Here, l- uh, are you confusing her with the King? My copy's right in front of me. Hang on, my books. Yeah, mine's mine's up here on the wall. Pocket Bike Racers. Uh, I don't think it actually says on the box. <sighs> yeah, she's not. right here on the cover. But who is this? I think it says her name. What does she in look the like? Maybe, uh, maybe we'll get her name. I don't know. She's got like a red tracksuit on. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, uh, tracksuit lady, you know. Yeah, yeah. That that Burger King mascot. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's not, not even in the manual. It does not even Wendy's. say the name in the manual. I would actually have to load up Pocket Bite Racer. Wait, you now just I'm... like search this on the internet. Like, what's her name tag say on? Eighty-eight King. Great. <laughs> it's very, All right, whatever. very narrowed down. Remember uh, that e- game? Anyway, racing games. Racing games. I don't know. I really like it. Uh, I'll probably play more of it. Cool. So the, cra- the tracks seem really crazy. There's like Panzer Dragoon ones, uh, Afterburner. Like Track Mania crazy. Super Monkey. Uh, it tries to push that limit sometimes. Like on the first track, like it'll you'll be doing the same race for the first two, and then on the final lap, uh, the track will suddenly explode, and then suddenly you're driving underwater on a completely different section. Okay. Okay. I found the girl. Yeah. What's her What's her name? Brooke Burke. Charvette. Uh, that's What's quite the name. Brooke, Brooke Burke is what she's kind of known as. All right. Brooke Burke. What is she? An American for? actress, dancer, model, and television personality. All right. Well she known. Won for her the seventh season of Dancing with the Stars. She's known for Rockstar. It's a television series from 2005. Okay. So she's well known for her involvement with Burger King. Got it. Yeah. Park by Racers is her crowning achievement. I'm pretty sure it says that in the wiki page somewhere. But okay, cool. Yeah, that's Rockstar. it for me. Uh, next week I'll play. Dead- I'll have Deadpool played, so that'll be interesting to talk about. Yeah, I've heard mixed. Like some people are just like, eh, I really like it. Like they're just like, I, I know it's. I've heard like simple, the, the craziness but... is really 
the craziness of Deadpool is really what makes the game, and that's kind of what I'm into it for. Yeah, if you like the character enough, you might have a good time. Like, like I, I had a like I loaded it up before we started, and I went through like the uh, I watched the opening cut where they just kind of show you like him goofing off in his apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like the bathroom scene. No, like it was just him sitting in his chair, but then like he'd be like warping around and, and show up in different costumes and just say weird things or like I didn't blow know up he something. Could warp. Yeah, no, he's got a teleport belt. I didn't know that. He's had that for a long time. He uh, in like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, he had that game wise. Okay. Okay. I don't know much about Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds was him in a movie, and people were so pissed. They hated yeah. it. I don't well, it's because they the the characterization was weird. Because like they did a bunch of weird things to him. Okay. They put weird sword arms. Like later. sewed his mouth shut. Yeah. No, I, I heard like people actually liked Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. They just didn't like how Deadpool was in that movie. Okay. Yeah. Whereas I'm just thinking about like the Wolverine. Like, did anyone X2 Wolverine's Revenge? It's like a PS2 era game. I played a demo of it a long time ago. Okay. I'm just, like, wondering if it's, you know, not necessarily a great video game, but I had a good time, because all I wanted to do was stab dudes with claws. So, uh, that, I had a fun time. The, the one based on uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine was much better, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, no, that was a better video game. I'm just, you know, going further back. That was Raven Software. The voice. Raven. Yeah. Call of Duty Maps. Yeah. Yeah. Singularity. Remember that one? That was, I like that one. That was pretty fun. But... Okay. Yeah. So that's video games John has played. Yeah. Sean, you already talked about New Super Luigi U. Um, do you care to sum up like did you do you endorse it or just check out the review? You guys, yeah. I I wasn't super into it. Then again, like I think it's just a map pack basically. So if you okay. want if you want those. Kind of weird for Nintendo go. though. But like, if you're looking for like anything besides map packs. I just, just uh, Nintendo doesn't really do DLC like that much, right? So this is kind of neat. No, I guess this is... But they're, they're starting DLC, right? Fire Emblem's got DLC, so... Yeah. Cool. Internet. But, okay, you mentioned Game & Wario. Game & Wario. So I reviewed that. There's a review up on Comic Book Bin. Alright. At the risk of sounding hyperbolic here, Game & Wario is the best game on the Wii U. Oh. <gasps> okay. By far. While well, you didn't play Zombie U. I didn't play Zombie U, and I was thinking this morning, that's the one game that could possibly change it, because that's also an interesting Wii U game. But it's also But really I have different. a feeling this game is a better game. I, w- I will say, this game's probably way more accessible. So Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, depends what your criteria is. So let me break are. down some Game & Wario for you. Okay. Alright, so you know Nintendo Land, basically a proof-of-concept game? Yeah. But it ha- it arguably has some of the better, like, here's why you want Two to screens. have this controller and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Think of that, but done in a much funnier and just more dramatic way. And you get Game & Wario. Okay. How many activities so, are there? There are 16 games. Okay, that's more than I thought. Four of which are multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, only however, four of which how- are multiplayer? Some of the single player ones do have multiplayer options in them. Okay. But there's fourteen there's four specific multiplayer games. Mm-hmm. And that they're all pretty great. Okay. Uh like best use of that controller and T V combo I've seen to date. <clears throat> and um so like I'm just trying to let me try and think of some examples. I will say though, so the difference between Game and Wario and WarioWare 
is the micro games are gone, and these are more full, fully fledged mini games. Okay. However, that seems like such a weird choice. Yeah. However, really one of like the those. one of the mini games is actually just you doing a bunch of micro games while trying to do something else. Wait, what? So the micro games are in there. But are they, like, ports of older micro-games, or...? I believe... Actually, I don't know. Okay. I know what, I know some of them I have seen before, others I hadn't, but I've only really played, uh... I can't remember much of Touched, and I played some of Smooth Moves. Oh, like, okay. That was a while ago as well. Yeah, I've been... A, man, Twisted was really good. Like, those games have been pretty amazing, so... Okay. Like, I'm, I don't know, I'm, I'm still curious about this one, but... This game's also a budget game, so I believe it is $40. Okay. So keep yeah, that in mind. Yeah, 40 sounds right. 40 is right. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I wasn't 100% sure because I just, you know, I got it sent to me. Um, okay, let me try and think of some amazing minigame examples. So I believe you guys were familiar with the game Fruit before. Is that the one where you have to sneak around and steal the fruit while other yeah. people are watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I was kind of concerned. So the way this party. works, if people don't know, <clears throat> basically one person's a thief and everyone else in the room is the agent's. And the, the thief holds onto the controller, and they they control a little character that they need to walk around a little like urban environment with on the gamepad. Yeah. While all the agents are watching the TV and trying to figure out which of all the characters they see on TV is the one that's acting kind of funny. So mm-hmm. similar to like Assassin's Creed multiplayer, the thief's job is to try and act like an AI. Um, and then the thief needs to try and steal a bunch of fruit, and then at the end of it, the agents then take the controller and point to which, like, select which character they think was a human character, and then that's basically how the game works. Okay. I'm pretty bad at it. Like, <laughs> I was playing at, with my buddy, and he, like a... he was able to guess me. Guess me. I was never able to guess him, so he's he's better than I am. Okay. But that was pretty great. That was a pretty good use of, like, the TV versus the gamepad dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um... So the one with the microgames, that's another cool one. The concept is, for those pe- for, you, for you guys who know who the characters are, this is a uh, 9 volts game. Okay. okay. Which is the little, like, video game kid. And the idea is he really likes playing games, but it's his bedtime, and his mom wants him to go to bed. But he wants to stay up late and play them. So he wants to play all these microgames, but the mom will constantly come into the room and check to see if he's sleeping. Okay. So what you do is on the gamepad, you're playing micro games, but on the TV, you kind of have a view of him and then his room behind him, and you'll see like the door handle jiggle, and at that point, you need to press both the triggers so that he'll hide under the bed, and then the mom will peek in to see if he's sleeping. However, when you're under the covers, you're constantly losing energy because he's getting comfortable and beginning to fall asleep. Oh, okay. So okay, what happens this, this is you need to hold it. Cool. So you need to hold it down while she's looking, and as soon as she leaves, you let go, and you have a bit less energy. So oh, you keep man. playing micro games, and then stuff will happen like this TV in his room will start flashing, and then the demon spirit of his mom will stick her head out of the TV to check if you're sleeping. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, the mom is some kind of demon. I don't. It's great. This it is Wario. So and it's great. good. That sounds. It's really so cool. good. But okay. here's the best part. The mom will also do stuff like shatter his window to check in through the back. <laughs> but sometimes it won't be the mom. Like a cat will jiggle the door handle and a cat will pop its head in and you don't need to hide from the cat. Okay. So you kind of need to get ready to hold the triggers at the exact moment just until it's like, oh, is it going to be the mom? Oh, it's not? Okay, cool. But at the same time, you're also trying to play these micro games. What if you fail so, a micro game? Are you also losing energy? You have like four lives. Oh, so oh, it's the standard man. WarioWare setup then. 
that sounds so intense on multiple fronts because like it's, it's like great a weird and it's, it's really, it actually kind of helps when you have a, a partner beside you being like oh she's at the window oh no she kept walking you're good keep playing or she'd be like, oh, he's about to look, and then you can press the trigger. So. Oh, if you have a spotter, yeah, that would help. Yeah. but man, So that one's pretty okay. cool as well. Okay. Um, then they have some basic ones but where, like, Ashley is on the broom, and you're controlling where she flies by tilting the uh, the gamepad, like a steering wheel, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of things similar to the, basically what uh, Nintendo Lot had, but just a lot more charm, I found in this one. Yeah. And a lot, a lot funnier stuff. For example... Every time you do like a mini game, you get a coin, and if you put the coin into this chicken robot thing, it pops out a little, basically like a Kinder Surprise kind of like there's a toy inside, mm-hmm. and the toys will be just extra bonus things. Like I don't even know how to really describe these; they're just weird little add-ons. Like okay, one of them was basically on your gamepad was a box full of beans. And on the TV was a sunset over an ocean and a couple walking. And the couple would walk and start talking to each other, but they would stop if the waves weren't making noise. And the way to make the waves have noise is by rotating the gamepad back and forth so that the beans made like a shh kind of noise. So for like two minutes, you have to stand there kind of moving the thing back and forth so that you can see this love story about the guy actually being an alien play out. So this okay. sounds like just a fever dream. That's all this is. It's just like, what's weird? Okay, let's throw this out. For example, when you unlock the credits, they have a list of basically all the pe- people who made part of the game, and when you select on them, there will be a list of whether that person is a cat person, they like mornings, they're the eldest child, they have facial hair, they wear glasses, they have a sweet tooth, they like to work out, they're a boy, <laughs> for every person that had a part in this game. There's just, like, weird little factoids. Yeah. That's, that's kind of neat. Okay. Here's one of the weirdest little add-on thingies that we had. It was called Shy Dog. So when you turn it on, basically you see a picture of a dog, except for some reason he has a human lips on his mouth, and then he basically, in just some weird auto-tuned robot voice, says, Don't look at me. Then a paw comes up on the screen and hits the back button for you. <laughs> Wow. So like, see, like, Twisted, I remember, had, like, a bunch of these little things that you want to unlock that did weird things, but it sounds like they just took that to the next level. They're, these are, they're just awesome. Some of these sound almost like work time fun bonus things. Well, I mean, like, keep in really mind, these weird. are also the Rhythm Heaven guys. Yeah. This is the Rhythm Heaven guys, which made me last week go back to Rhythm Heaven Fever, which is still awesome. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, this, it it is really, like, a ton of fun. Sweet. It sounds like and more each, people each, willing to play. And each mini game will have like different difficulty levels or different ways of playing it. One of them was one of them is about designing robots. Mm-hmm. Um, so you so it'll say like draw a two inch line, and you have to basically eyeball a two inch line on your gamepad. Mm-hmm. Draw a circle with a diameter of two and a half inches, <laughs> and then based on it'll give you five ones to do. Like bu- draw a forty five degree angle. And once you do all of them, it'll put them on a robot, and based on your score, it'll tell you what the name of the robot is. So my friend did pretty bad, and his robot's name was Sadbot200. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that was one of the demos they had at E3 when they were first showing off the Wii U. It's, the yeah, it's really assembly. good. Amazing. Oh, no, like like the drawing the lines, exactly. Okay. And it's weird, because you would think, like, that's such a basic concept. How is this fun at all? 
And then the then the extra mode in that one is okay. You have five seconds to draw a triangle with three three inch long sides. Go, you mm-hmm. against your buddy. Um, okay. So cool. yeah, no, I basically if you have a Wii U, you'd be a fool not to buy this game, especially at forty dollars. All right. Yeah, uh, Get some I'm definitely going to be going back and playing more yeah. of it. There you go. I can't recommend it enough. I'm just trying to think if there's any other specific mini games that stuck out to me. Um, there's a there's a camera one where uh, there's basically some kind of like let's say a, I don't know like a stage performance is going on on the TV, and you have a camera which is your gamepad and it's zoomed in more, and you def- need to find specific actors or dancers and take the perfect photo of them mm-hmm. so that your dog boss will be like this is great. And you can zoom in and stuff like that. So Dog it's box. really it, it's really the best use of the gamepad versus the TV on this system to date. Okay, cool. So. Good to hear. I don't know. I yeah, was worried it's it would be too really light good. on content or something. But yeah, it sounds like there's it's some a, cool it's, stuff in there. It's funny. It's really funny. I'll say that. Awesome. Actually, okay. This one more one that I just wanted to point out. So there's this one called Taxi, and each mini game has like a little cutscene beforehand. Just to set up, like, basic the narrative for this mini game. Yeah. Anyway, so you're you're trying to just get more customers. You're you're want to drive the people around, and you're the dog and the cat team. I forget what their name is. Dribble and Spitz. There you go. So you're so you're driving, and you go out to pick up this person. When all of a sudden they get abducted by aliens, <laughs> and the game is about you shooting down alien ships. But anyways. The way all the minigames are set up is there's a little cutscene, and then what'll happen is a uh, after the cutscene's done, a little cartridge will appear on the gamepad, and it'll kind of like go into the TV because the idea is we're putting this game in, and then there'll be like a hyper realistic drawing of the minigame, and for some reason on this one, when that happens, death metal starts playing. <laughs> what? Yeah, and like like as soon as the cartridge goes in. The hyper-realistic thing comes out of, like, Dribble and Spitz shooting lightning and stuff at the aliens, and then just death metal, guitar solo kicks up, some guy's just screaming, and then you just, you know, you press A to start the minigame. Okay, I kind of don't want to hear any more of this, because I kind of want to put this in now and start playing it. Like, you, the surprises. Yeah. yeah, you really have to. It is so good. I, I cannot recommend this game enough. Speaking of games that are really good, I am, like... 8% away from beating The Last of Us. How long is it? I'm at 11 hours. On average, I understand it's about 14. Okay. So I think I'm going a bit fast. Because I, I picked that up along with Game of Wario and Deadpool. You're in for some fun video game times. But yeah, it is a no, long game. I, I'm, like, I'm doing Deadpool first because I heard it's the shortest. So I would okay. argue Game and Wario is probably shorter. Uh, I mean, compared to Last of Us. Oh, yeah. It'll be shorter. But I just feel like between those two games, you're doing yourself a disservice by playing Deadpool before The Last of Us. Probably. But I, th- I feel like that'll get me more prepared for a serious game like The Last of Us. It's re- it's pretty serious. I just did, like, the big climax. It's pretty serious. Which I find it funny because, like, the last game Naughty Dog did, Uncharted 3, so that's, like, a goofy, pretty goofy game. Adventure. Yeah. Indiana Jones. I don't want to get too into the story, but I will say, like Uncharted, there's basically like a serious cutscene where it's like, wait, why did that thing hurt the main character so much? But I've been taking bullets this whole game. Oh. So okay. it kind of has like a cutscene, like, we need the story to go this way. I kind of so don't like a, those. There's but... a couple things about, th- I don't know, three quarters of the way through it, which are like, 
I'm that's a little odd, but you know, whatever. I guess video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that game is pretty great. I'm enjoying it quite a bit, and I'm super excited to finish it up. I'll either do that tonight. I'll probably do this tonight. Or what, what difficulty tomorrow. are you playing on? Because like I've been the more I'm hearing, I'm like, man, I kind of just want to try hard mode. This sounds cool. I've been playing on normal. That might be why my clock time seems to be a little lower than most people. Yeah. Um. Like, do you feel like, man, I just have a lot of stuff, considering how dire this is. I do have a is. lot of stuff, but then every now and then, I'll use, like, a, a few of them pretty quickly up. Okay. Uh, that might just be, maybe I'm just not great at it. Mm-hmm. I'm not great at stealth games, I'll say that, so... From what I understand, like I would say you're probably better at stealth games than me, so you'd probably have a better time with hard. Okay. Um, I love scavenging for stuff, too, and apparently it makes that more rewarding, because you're just like, man, I'm glad I checked this whole house, because I found two things. Oh, there's there's a ton to scavenge, and there, like, there's huge risk rewards of, you know, you could go into this door, but there's four infected guys in there. Mm. It, it'll probably be worth it, but you have to fight four infected guys. Okay. So, is like I mentioned last week, there's, hard then, there's a lot of more scenarios like... where it's like, I could go upstairs, but there's like four guys looking to kill me. I could just leave this area. I'm kind of, like, is the combat pretty skill-focused then, or is it more just like, if you have enough bullets, you'll be fine, but there's no real It's melee. usually, if you have enough bullets, you'll be fine, um, but you, it'll, you'll have a much easier time if you kind of plot things out, because you can set traps and stuff as well. Huh, okay. Because it's all about... Because you get bricks and bottles to kind of use sound to lure enemies in certain directions. Yeah. So I've done... I've Like, I've gotten a bit better, and I've done stuff where, okay, I'm, I shot you, everyone ran over here, then I whipped out my flamethrower and took them all out. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, um... So highly recommend the game is what you're saying. The Last of Us is really good. I'm I'm loving it quite a bit. The characters are fantastic. Um, I haven't touched the multiplayer, which I understand is also pretty cool, but, uh, yeah, I'll be finishing that tonight. Really looking forward to that. Uh, so I definitely recommend that. John, you need to get to that game. I will, don't worry. It's the first one in the series, so you don't have to play the first two this time. Yeah, you don't need to go back. Yeah. So don't wait until Last of Us 2 comes out, because then you'll have to go back. (laughs) I feel like if I've waited that long, we've got another problem on our hands. Yeah. And then, Nathan, yeah, you also need to play that game. I know. I'm... I'm looking for a break in my work schedule. Did you guys have a hard time finding a copy of the game? Because when I got back from the states, like EB was sold out. Yeah, no, I've I've kind of only been like glancing at online stuff specifically, and Amazon is like high off the rocker. Like they're just like, hey, do you want to pay us ninety dollars for this game? It's just like, no, no. It's obviously third-party retailers or whatever. Yeah, I but... went to I went to Best Buy to get my copy, but they said they had been sold out for a week and then just gotten restocked. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping like maybe weird places that people don't shop for video games, i.e., drugstores, might have like one. Or, but I picked it up day one at Costco. Costco, actually, Costco sometimes has weird stuff. Keep in mind, like you need to have a membership to even go there, so that's less true. people shop for games there. That's true. It makes sense. I can't talk for how their stock is, but that's where I got mine on day one. It was fine. Day one? Actually, it might even got it. No, I think it got it on the second day it came out. Okay. No, but it so. seems to be a pretty hot item right now. I have heard that, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's always available online, but how many gigs is it? Like 40? I don't know. It would be a lot. That game looks gorgeous. Yeah. I'm just wondering if like the download time might not be worth... It's like, sweet, I'm going to buy this in anticipation of playing it in three days after it's done. I don't know. Depends on your internet, too, I guess. 
Uh, last game I played, which will be a good transition, I'm continuing with Animal Crossing. Uh, the club just opened up. Yeah, me too. Like the... And it just paid off the second story renovation of the museum. Oh, okay, we just got that option finally. I was kind of, which was weird, because I felt we donated a bunch of stuff. But, hmm. Maybe it's dependent on you donating 20 items instead of... As opposed to just, like, the group. multiple people making 20? Yeah. Maybe. So maybe Brittany I doubt it, though, donated but I don't know. 20 people. Thanks, it's also though. only 20? I think it's only 20 things, but it has to be in all four categories. Like Oh, maybe that's the thing. One in each category or something. Because I only have one for, uh... Painting like art. Yeah. Yeah. We have two in there. But a lot of a lot of bootleg paintings going around. I've I've got <laughs> a lot of bootleg too. statues going around. Red is a jerk. Yeah. That guy sucks. Like I b- I bought a neat looking Greek statue and it's just like, no, that is fake. That is a fake statue. And he's come to my town twice. You'd think my character would go in there and strangle him. Right. Just like confront him with this evidence and be like, Bootleg art, you're going to jail. Interpol. Get over here. But no. Oh, well. Anyway, that's all I've been playing. Nathan, what, what else have you been playing? Well, Animal Crossing. You know, keep doing that. We also got the nightclub. Um, I, I guess I just wanted to bring it up because like, I did beat it. I finished Papo EO. Um, I think that was last week, though. I just never mentioned that that had happened, I don't think. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I generally liked things about it, but it was a little underwhelming in some places. I, I don't know. I wish I liked it more than I did. Because I, I respect what it's trying to do. Like, oh, I'm trying to tell a story about me and my dad in this weird, abstract way. But the actual mechanics of playing are just like, I am, I don't like this puzzle kind of thing. Like, I don't know. Every now and then it would get kind of frustrating to just kind of have... Like, to see the solution and then just have to, like, slowly fit, work it out. Like, sure. kind of do all yeah. the things. It didn't pl- I feel like the themes and how it portrayed the themes were stronger than the gameplay. Yeah, the gameplay. Like the, the, Specifically, there's like one moment that's like would have been a cutscene in other games, I guess, but it's kind of just you standing in this like trapped area, and you're supposed to just kind of watch. Near the end? Yeah. I kind of liked that part. I guess I was just like running around my little pen, and it's like, why can't I do anything? It's just like, no. Stop. Just Maybe you just it. have like ADD, and you need to settle down a bit. Well, if I'm still in control of the thing, I expect to be able to do something. It's just like, no, you can't. I can't even sit down or anything. It's just, you're just trapped. The game just stops you. It felt like like I could fall or something, but it was like, no, no, no. Nothing bad's happening. We're just kind of guiding you through this almost weird slow motion ride. It was weird. But I did like the final, final area. It was kind of like weird sculptures kind of about the story were there in this kind of nice looking area and stuff. It I don't know, it had some cool stuff in it. But yeah. Um I guess yeah, keeping the PSN thing going, I played The Last Guy a little bit more. I don't know if you guys have played this game. No, I've played The Last of Us. Is it similar? Uh yeah, the first kind time of. Into this game. There is a zombie apocalypse going on. Um and uh excuse me, sorry, infected. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh they're not mushroom zombies in this one, though. In fact, they're not even zombies. They are just giant bug alien monster things, but for some reason the game just calls them zombies. Oh, weird. Yeah. Like, it's just like, gatekeeper zombie. And it's like, that is a giant millipede. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's just like, no, this is a zombie. I was expecting a zombie that is not a zombie. Yeah, there's just weird bug things. Um, But yeah, it's from the guys, or at least some of the people who made, like, Trash Panic and Work Time Fun which are things I find hilarious. So I enjoy the look of this game and, like, some of the ideas of it. It's kind of like, 
it looks almost like a Google map kind of thing. Like, it's just this top-down view of, like, a real city. So, Oh, like, you mean a map? Yeah, like, just a map. No, not a map. <laughs> Specifically a Google Kids map. Kids are going to grow up, and Google map is going to be their map. The map. But right? it looks like, like that kind of computer zoomed out. You can zoom in and stuff, too. Like, like the satellite a, view. Yeah, satellite view of a town. But sure. it's like, I, like, beat some level in, like, Paris or something, and now I'm in London. Um, and did, is this the one that, like, it had real maps? Like, you could look up at your place? Uh, I don't know. Depends. If you, if you, maybe you live in one of those really neat central areas. Like New York? Yeah. Like, if it's like, oh, I live right near time, Times Square. There I am. Like, maybe. But, yeah, I'm not sure if it's licensed stuff or not. But whatever. It evokes, like, it looks kind of like a real city. You're, I don't think you can license a city, but. Yeah. Oh, you can. I mean, Las Vegas I'm charges pre- I'm money. Pretty sure, like all the GTA games, never licensed out the cities they mimic. Yeah. Whereas, but that was the big thing with This Is Vegas, which never came out. It's like one of the first games to actually get the Vegas license. We have named casinos, and it never came out. It was canceled. But I imagine the price for licensing a city was pretty expensive too. Maybe didn't do Midway any help. I guess favors. Anyway. Point is, you're trying to rescue, like, a thousand people. So then you go to different buildings, and they come out, and then you have, like, a giant procession of people. So it's kind of like Snake or something. Like, you got a huge... Or, like, Wonderful 101, maybe. You just have a giant posse rolling with you. And then you're trying to get them to the safe zone. But the more people you have with you, the slower you are, and also the bigger trail of people there are for the monsters to get. So it can get kind of stressful. Probably the worst thing about the game, though, is, like, their sound design choice for whenever you're remotely near a creature is like everyone in the crowd just starts screaming and it's just <laughs> so annoying to hear that audio like over and over again. So is it like the, like the, ah, ah, kind of screaming? Yeah. Like it's just like full out freaking out panic happening from this crowd of people. And like, but it's the same sample over and over again. So like, you'll just get a little too close to a monster and the crowd will just start making that sound. It's just like, this is an annoying sound. I cannot handle this game for more. Should than make it your like text message noise. Ten minutes. It, it would wake you up in the morning. Slowly insane. Yeah, like it's an alarm sound or something. It might work, but ugh. So yeah, I I don't know. It's kind of Pac-Man maze navigation, but with a big trail of people. It, it's kind of cool. Um, but hey, yeah. Main thing was uh on PlayStation Plus, Demon Souls on there, and I was like, oh yeah, I should play this again and finally play it for real. So I'm playing that with, like, more investment than I ever had before and, like, trying to figure out its weird weirdness. That game's pretty great, but also really mean sometimes. But in a way, that, like, as everyone said, that's what makes it rewarding when you finally beat the thing, right? So Nathan, you're not usually, like, super into crazy difficult games, though, are you? Uh, I don't know. You liked Zombie U, though, and I thought those were supposed to be similar. There, th- th- that, yeah, Zombie U definitely took some design, like, a points from Demon Souls. Specifically, when you die, like, trying to get back to your stuff is sort of the mechanic in both of them, but in Demon Souls, it's just touch your bloodstain and you reclaim your souls. In uh, Zombie U, it's like you find the old backpack, and I think it'll still be there even if you die again. Oh no, it won't. So, I guess in the same way, you do have to make it to your last death point without dying, lest you lose a bunch of sweet stuff. So in that way, it's similar. And also just, like, sort of the weird animation priority combat, but there's way more variety in Demon's Souls in terms of, like, your weapon layouts and stuff. Like, just, like, 
choosing what weapons you're using can like totally change the combat and it's like all kind of really clever based on like which environment you're in like it's like well this is wide open hallways so i can use this giant lance here and that's fine but now i'm in this like the second area i guess they kind of open it up as to which area you want to tackle first but i'm kind of assuming this is the next easiest area i'm not really sure it doesn't guide you um but i'm in the valley of defilement i guess it's got a bunch of weird creepy orc troll type dudes um a lot more tight quarters and like you can fall off stuff so that kind of lunging with that big weapon is a terrible idea there so i have to switch up what i'm using and i don't know like that it like kind of lets you figure that stuff out just by trial and error and figuring it out is this are you playing this game cuz like dark souls 2 is on its way or like no i've been interested in the series for a while like i've played demon souls before um, but you have, have you played dark souls i have dark souls i've only played it once so is that next uh, maybe if I'm continuing to really enjoy this game throughout the whole thing. I mean, this is like the beginning point for that whole thing, right? So I want to start with that one. Um, and it seems great. Like, I don't know. Like, beating that first boss is really like a huge rush of like, wow, I finally did it. And that was a thing that happened on, I guess, whatever day off it was. I don't know. It was a couple days ago. I basically set aside a day to just figure that out. And through trial and error, just finally getting past, like, this dragon and all these weird dogs and all this junk to finally get to the boss and then getting to, like, figuring out how to fight him. Like, it's a lot of just old-school game stuff of just pattern memorization and figuring out how, like, what to use when and whatever, but with minimal help on the game side, so every discovery is yours, kind of. And that that's kind of what makes it cool. So, okay. I really like it, but... Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I guess I will say, like, a few camera wonky, like, issues here and there. Like, I'll jump down and then just be like, I cannot see at all. And that's bad, because those guys are going to murder me. And then, like, kind of running around. Like, there's a little panic that happens every now and then that is not 100% my fault. But you kind of just get used to that, too. But, How many hours have you put in? Like, this week, I don't know, but my save file is, like, at 17. <laughs> And I'm in okay, the second area, so I'm not good at the game, but it's an interesting. I think challenge. it takes a long time to be good at a Dark Souls, Demon Souls type game, too. Okay, so maybe I won't feel too bad about it, but yeah. Like I've heard of people putting like hundreds of hours into that series. Yeah, like it. It basically took me like ten to figure out like how to play it well, like at all. So now that I know, like, oh, okay, this, these are how I like switch up inventory. This is what I want here like loadouts and whatever like getting items like you can lose your souls but as long as you buy something before you die that item will stay with you so you can it it totally makes sense to just be like all right i'm actually made it to a store that has better stuff than i have i should buy it as quickly as possible because i don't want to risk losing my souls because like after you get kill that first boss you get a huge dump of souls like you're like wow i got 10 grand i've never had this but I immediately searched, like, is there any way to save these? And it's like, no, man, you better spend those or you're going to lose it. And it's just like, you're right. So weird stresses that kind of make everything rewarding. Like, in that way, it's like reminding me of, like, maybe my time with Dead Rising or something. Or, I guess, yeah, Zombie U. Like, where it's like every decision is pretty key. And that's that's pretty exciting. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty into it. So we'll see how far I can get before I get frustrated again. But I don't know. It's it's a pretty neat thing, um. But yeah, that's that's it for my games. Do you want to roll into the news zone? News time. Who's gonna take it? Um. This ah, this first one's a pretty general story. I guess I can 
crack into this. Um, so Microsoft is stopping charging, like, it's not going to charge developers for patches anymore. Which kind of was a weird hurdle for some people. The most, like, prominent example I can think of is Phil Fish and Fez. Yeah, that, right. I think that was the first time it got really brought to light. Yeah. Oh. Because I don't, I don't even remember the, the uh, Super Meat Boy guys actually mentioning that ever. That they had to pay that kind of money? The only people I ever heard mentioned was Phil Fish and uh, Tim Schafer. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I guess Phil Fish is commenting on this new news. Uh, yeah, wasn't his comment literally just, I wish they had told people? You forgot to tell people. Yeah. The room to say that Microsoft apparently, back apparently they didn't tell any of the actual developers. Yeah, I've been hearing this rumor for months. Microsoft never told us anything about it. Um, yeah, because he basically stopped, did not patch Fez most recently because it would cost tens of thousands of dollars. I was hearing something like 40000 was probably 40000 is the number it was thrown around. Yeah, so this would have definitely have changed that. Now that, that game's available on Steam, though. So, hey, that's an option. But, um, yeah, that does kind of suck. Did I, did did one of us run into that weird bug issue, save bug issue? On I did. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's like after I played all the way through and I revisited it like a year later, mm-hmm. I did, or half a year later, it was just oh your file's gone. That that sucks. Like I haven't played in a while. Mine might have been affected too. I don't know because there was a patch. It was just also there was a problem with that patch too, right? So yeah, and they got yeah. pulls. And then he wasn't able to put another one up. Yeah. He said it was like less than 1% of the people playing it would have been affected. Right. So, that, you know, that's a thing in, you know, helping out indie developers a bit. That's good of them, I suppose. Um, they also dropped XNA support a while ago, but I don't know. What, what were they? Uh, then there's self-publishing discussions about Xbox One happening now. Well, it wasn't the idea. Is like they dropped XNA, but I think they said they're supporting Unity like PS4 is. Maybe. Which I think has kind of become the new XNA. Like the new indie-loved engine kind of thing? Yeah. Maybe. I, I haven't been keeping up on that recently. But, yeah, there you go. So if you if you have a game to patch on the Xbox, there you go. Good news. Speaking of the Xbox, sort of, Don Matrick, um, who... <laughs> I wasn't keeping tabs on it all until the recent amazing Xbox One like PR nightmares that were happening. That's, I I hadn't heard of Don Matrick up until this point, to be honest. Yeah, so. but apparently he's been in the business for quite some time. Um, and he went over to Zynga this month. He went. He became CEO over there. So yeah. You guys didn't know about Don Matrick? Like, no. I, 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 now I that I've heard about him, like apparently he worked. He helped develop Test Drive. Apparently he helped kind of bring Need for Speed to light recently. I feel like he's been. Like, on their press conferences before. Has he? Maybe, but just not as prominent? I guess maybe he only stands out more because everyone just kind of upset at him. Right. That's why his name has been brought up again and again most recently. Um, yeah. This doesn't necessarily have anything to do with that at all, other than it's just like, hey, do you want a better job over here? It's like, oh, hell yeah, that sounds great. And he got, like, some sort of signing bonus or something. Wasn't there, like, a million dollars? That's crazy, though, because, like, Zynga is, like, in a really bad spot right now. Yeah, so maybe he'll turn around. And if not, hey, he got to be a CEO for a while. Live the dream. That's <laughs> part of it, right? I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Has Zingo had any major kind of... I mean, there was the whole draw something thing. That just I think which, that was the last big thing. They were just shutting down developers. Yeah. So, I'm not sure what else they have their hands in right now. But the Facebook gaming has kind of not been as lucrative lately 
Has that been kind of a recent revelation? So, I don't know. But, anyway, that, I guess that's a fairly big story. Um, so there you go. Dot Matrix News. Uh, this I, did the, one... I, did the, I did the rest of the news so I can talk about these. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, there's a new Chibi Robo game. It's out yes. in Japan already. But it's not like the usual Chibi Robo games. No. What? Yeah. So this is an eShop title. It's an augmented reality photo game where you need to find specific shapes in the real world. And then that's how you kind of play. Okay. That's really weird. So it'll be like, find a square. And then you go to like, I don't know, a Kleenex box or something. And you find your square. And then the little Chibi Robo will come and whisk it away or something like that. That's awesome. I guess. I don't know. Anyway, that's the game. It's only out in Japan at the moment. How many Chibi Robo games were there? Two? Yep. Two. Okay. Game I Cube still want to play one of those. The, wasn't the second one like Walmart exclusive for a while? On like DS? Yeah. I think I you no might idea. be right. Yeah. Sean, if you want me to loan you the uh, GameCube one, you can. Like, I, I beat it. That was a fantastic game. Maybe at some point, yeah. I'm trying to think what was kind of the big thing. Were, was there stuff hidden around houses that you would kind of find? Like you, you had a little robot that needed to power the, the up The idea battery. was that like you were like the the butler to this family, but you need to but, like stay just charged, all these right? weird things keep happening to the family. Like the daughter thinks she's a frog. Uh, the the gra- <laughs> the father keeps spending too much money and keeps having to sleep on the couch. Uh, so there's a weird there's, like, little story about this weird distant, you know. Yeah, it's like family. this middle class family, and just like a trying to you're basically trying to help make everyone happy and kind of make their lives better. Mm-hmm. And then just like all these weird story things keep happening that I I want to talk about, but I can't because it would it's major spoilers for the game. And if you, I just recommend trying it out, I want to. Yeah. Did you play the DS one? No, I I bought it like uh, three weeks ago. Oh, so okay. I might give it a try eventually, but I've got so much stuff on my plate right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing. Uh, so double fine is asking for more money for Broken Age and is splitting the game in two. Yeah. Which is odd. So, well, where Broken Age, this is their this is their adventure game that they kickstarted a while back and they got a few million dollars. And uh, so now, basically, what they're saying is they made too much game. Mm-hmm. They need more money to, like, finally finish it. And if they can get more, what they're going to do is split the game in half so that the first half they can put out on Steam, and then the second half they'll just update the first half with it when it's done. Okay. See, like, that it's a, a crappy situation, but it's probably the best way they can handle it. Because, like, they're, they're not doing another Kickstarter. They're not, no. They're just asking more money, like, directly now. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like a public I think they even movie. mentioned something like there's a system on... Steam, where they can put up beta versions that yeah, you can pay early, for. Early access. Yeah. So that's what they'll do with this, so that they'll they'll be able to fund the second half of the game. Oh, weird. So kind of like Don't Starve or whatever, where you could buy it before it existed proper. Yeah. Okay. Or like, More the, like Minecraft. The mi- the yeah, the Minecraft comparison. model, which is the kind of the big blueprint for all of this stuff. That, yeah, I mean, I've kind of fallen behind on watching those episodes and stuff, but it definitely became like the narrative partway through that you know, the series of documentaries that, like, oh, man, they, they might not have enough. Seemed to be kind of, kind of creep up around episode six or something, which was kind of weird. I mean, if you're kind of looking at it, it's like, what? You have three and a half million dollars. What's wrong with you? Well, I mean, they did scale it up from the project. so I Yeah, mean, right. That seems to be the thing is a lot of people are like, they're asking for more money. What is the deal? And the other thing I'm hearing from the other side is this is almost like a completely different game from what we originally thought. Yeah. 
Like, because when we got all this money, we realized we could do something else. Right. Let's do that. Like, he, reading Tim Schafer's explanation, it's basically just like, he's having a hard time downscaling his typical scope for a game of this nature. So, like, he's like, if I can't make it as big and crazy as, like, Full Throttle or Grim Fandango, what am I doing? Like, I just can't think that way. So, it's like, it has to be bigger scale. So, sorry, but that's how it's going to be. And, like, talk of, like, one year from today, maybe part one will come out. You know? Like, it's it's not... They were close. talking, like, January, I thought, would be when the first one comes out. Oh, okay. And the second half would be somewhere around April. Maybe the quote when, was more just when like... When was this original Kickstarter? Uh, Like, a year ago? March 2012. Two years ago, I thought. No, it's, well, March, it's March 2012. That's, like, a year and, like, a couple oh, months. Oh, sorry. A year and four months, that yeah. That makes sense. Um, so it's been a while, but, like, as a backer, like, the documentary has already been pretty amazing. So I feel fine in, like, my $15 or whatever it was. But I guess if you're a, you know, bigger scale backer, maybe you're a little like, what? What's Still just mean? a weird idea of, we did a Kickstarter, can we have more money? Mm-hmm. I suppose. But this is more like actual game development, though. Like, this is a common occurrence where, like, the studio working on it will need to ask for more money. Like it, but they'll ha- usually have to trade something for it. Things going over budget and like the schedule going weird. Like yeah, that uh, that is a thing that happens. But um, I guess just having the public be the investors this time makes it a little strange. But at the same time, you get kind of this very open look at why they're making this decision and stuff. So I don't know. Like I mean, they did that humble sale a while ago too, which seemed to be another effort to earn more money for this whole thing. Like Broken Age was part of that. Right, so this is, yeah, the third time they've been asking for money now. Yeah. Like, so they're just asking, like, they're just like, hey, can you just tip us more? Is that I believe what so, this yeah. is? Because I don't think they're doing a Kickstarter. Okay. So I'm not exactly sure how you give them the money, but somehow... I mean, they, they, they did the money. Indie Fund partnership and, you know, the Massive Chalice Kickstarter as well, which was over a million, but nowhere near this one. Like, this was 3.3 million, that one was 1.3 million. Sure. But, um... I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. I hope they do well. I hope the game's good, but I don't know. We'll find out much later, I suppose. Have they said how their other Kickstarter game is or is doing? Uh, Massive Chalice. Yeah, it would have just started. Like yeah, like as of E3 time, like nothing has started on that other than like just the concepts and like a prototype of some of the ideas. So we won't see that for a while. I don't think there's any kind of documentary type stuff about that either like live streams i think they promised to do some kind of monthly live stream updates or something yeah i think they've been doing i think i've seen tweets about that yeah but that's about it so not gonna have the same look at that whole development but um yeah so that's much further that's further away than this probably um huh uh clay is working on a new game yep called incognita which is a tactical spy game. And of course it's tactics-based because everything is tactics-based now. Dude, I love tactics, so I'm, I'm happy to see something like this. Yeah. And I'm Clay not, does good saying, stuff. I was just pointing out, that seems to be the new thing since XCOM. Like you're saying, this is the... Yeah, it says XCOM-like right here in the name. Well, I, mean, well, I he, think that's how like people put it, so they know what tactics means. Yeah. Because I know Massive Chow is also tactics-based. But anyway, And they also said, like XCOM, you know. Yeah. Huh. You're gonna be taking turns and moving your characters a small amount. Mm-hmm. So that's Clay's next game, and Clay did Mark of the Ninja and Shank. So those guys are cool. 
So we'll see how that turns out. But they announced that. And then these last two, these are real quick. Limbo's on iOS now for $5. Okay. Oh, you know what else I played? I played that new Professor Layton iOS thing. Oh, how is it? I keep hearing so many weird things about it. It's weird. What's what? I'll just I'll say that. That doesn't narrow it down at all. So, yeah, the Layton brothers. Okay, hang on. Let me just finish this last new story quickly. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy VII is on Steam. It's 12 bucks. And it, if I don't know if I said uh, Limbo is $5. For iOS, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. For iOS, yeah. Uh, so the Leighton Brothers, I only played through the first pack, which is the free part of it, and then I purchased the second one. Okay. Um, there's not a ton of gameplay. It's It holds your hand quite a bit, so it's more of just kind of like, are you interested in kind of seeing where these characters are going to go? Ooh, so even more so than your average Leighton game. Because, like, the reviews on iOS were like, man, where's the gameplay at? And I was like, well, these people probably just don't know that this is a series. Oh, that yeah, no, there's this. not a ton of gameplay in here. Because you're basically, all you need to do is find um, evidence, mm-hmm. but they'll even, like, highlight, like, here are things that are evidence. And then you just kind of go through clicking each one of them. Oh, weird. So it's like and a... there's no fail state. So it's, if you're like, does this prove the statement's false? He'll be like, no, why don't you try again? Does this one prove it? No, why don't you try again? So it's like a hidden object oh, well, game, but they like highlight yeah, you all got the it. objects and then give you advice on them. Sorry? Like so it's like a hidden object game, but they highlight everything for you. Yes. Weird. Okay. So it's like a barely interactive novel. Barely. Yeah. That doesn't sound that interesting. I was hoping it's it would be more Phoenix Wright. It's not interesting. And I will say they don't really even set up too much of a reason to keep playing more of it cuz the characters like they don't do a ton of it's not much of a novel. Like you're how, not reading. How tied to Professor Layton is it? It's not. Like I heard something like they're supposed to be his brother or something like that. No, you're you play as, as the kid? assistant of his son. Oh. That's about it. Huh. Yeah. Weird. So, like I said, I picked up that second part of it, which has like the first, like the free part has three cases in it, which the first one is not a case. I don't know how they can call that a case. So there's two. And the the $3 pack I bought has four, so I'll see a lot more of it. So hopefully next week I'll know a bit more about it. But at the moment, I can't really recommend it. It is free, though, but you're not... I don't know if it's that great. Like, you could spend your time elsewhere. Okay. So far. Late, And it's called Leighton Brothers Mystery Room. Or Mystery Room Leighton Brothers, something like that. Anyway, that's all I played. Should we move on to news? Uh, we did that already. Uh, Sean? No, I know. I, know, I was just joking. <laughs> okay. We got really concerned for a second there. Mental lapse. He's having a stroke. Oh, no. It's like All we're restarting right, so the podcast, a guys. Kickstarter again? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so emails? Yeah. We got a bunch. So question time. Uh, top Down Perspective at Gmail. Top Down Perspective on Facebook. And TDP Podcast on Twitter. There you go. Those are the places. What's our, uh, Check out our Steam page. There's more free games on there. Okay. Um. Okay, this first question is from Brett. Have you ever been driven to tears by a game, like Last of Us or Walking Dead, as examples? No. Journey. When I was surfing. No. Really? I Yeah, I think so. I was really okay. happy. Um, and but also, like, ha- Mass that... Effect 3, the ending. And I don't mean because I was so upset. I was just like, it's kind of like <laughs> how I felt when really Lost strange was over. reactions to have, in my opinion. Really, dude, you weren't in that universe for six years, bro. It was pretty crazy. I, I guess that's a good point. And it was I mean, I meant more like Journey too. Like, 
Nathan, you have to play that Citadel DLC. Okay. Okay. I will. But on which platform and when? That's the question. 360, right? Isn't that where you played the rest of them? I know, but now I have the PS3 Blu-rays and I, I don't know. Just saying, you got you got to do it. Okay. Especially if you cried at the end of Mass Effect 3. You got to do it. Okay. So that that's my answer. John, what's what's the cryingest game? Metal Gear? I don't think a game has made me cry, but I've come close on a couple. And Metal Gear is Metal Gear Solid 4's ending. No spoilers. No, yeah, made made me come close because there's just I I find I get the the, the biggest reaction to me is kind of like that feeling of depression, mm-hmm. and like I I can't say anything without giving away the ending to Metal Gear Solid Four or like or the final build up. Okay, I, it's it's the final build up before the final fight. Mm-hmm. And oh. if you play Metal Gear Solid 4, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. That that scene is just like, wow, they went super impactful, and like I'm impressed they pulled it off. Mm-hmm. We're, like, I guess whenever like something you've been invested in for a long time is coming to an end, and you can tell, it's like, oh, all these emotions and nostalgias are stirred up somehow. Yeah. That too. I've been with Metal Gear since Solid, so. Yeah. So the and longer I, the legacy, the, the more they can kind of tap into that. Like, imagine how many hearts could be broken if they like, you know, Nintendo was just like, in this one, Mario dies. He saves the princess. But then, this is last But at act. what cost? Yeah, I know. <laughs> they somehow dial up the emotions, like, really hard, and you're just like, what? And then just, like, 99 one-ups just fall out of the sky. Oh, yeah, they just totally Yeah, he pull. just, well, yeah, Mario dies all the time, what are you talking about? Yeah, they just yeah. pull back. Like, that would be actually, yeah, that's even this better. This time it's real. He falls down a pit, and then there's another one. Or that's when you realize these are all No, all I'm just clones. seeing, like, this really, like sad image of, like, a toad or someone, like, trying to push a one-up on his body. Right. Why isn't it working? Why isn't it working? This always works. It's like, no. This always works! This is in a cutscene, yeah. <laughs> toad. It doesn't work here. Yep. I don't know. Or now I'm just thinking of, like, PB Winterbottom or whatever, where you have all those clones. And it's just like, no, those are actual clones. He's died over and over again. But yeah. Every life was in Mario dying. Anyway. The swap Did you experience death a hundred million times? Yeah. He um, finally wanted it. so it finally ended for him. Yeah, last last cloning juice ran out. The swapper in stores now. I think it's about that. I'm not sure. There's clones. Yep. There's clones, but I think it gets into weird morals of clones. Anyway, maybe that'll make me cry. I don't know. I like that movie Moon, and that may have done the job at one point. There was a bit where he's looking off at the Earth, and it's like, oh man, it's so sad. He's trapped on the moon. Um, yeah, crying while watching things, or playing them. That happens. Doesn't happen for me. Yeah. Sean's too serious. Just won't, won't let it get to Were me. you one of the guys who, when you played Final Fantasy VII and got to that big twist, you're like, why Why can't they just do something else to fix it? Why they just use a I'm one sound? of the guys that never got to that twist and someone told me about it. Yeah. Oh. Someone told me about it just before I played it. It was like... Ouch. It's like, oh, oh yeah, this I was is like the in part the coming up where... And someone just dropped it. Yeah. But I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Spoilering. Now that guy's dead. Oh, what? I mm-hmm. killed him. Dark dark turn. Okay, this next question is from Christian. Uh, hi, guys. My question for you is this. How is the university system in Canada? Is it really good? Are any of the universities there equivalent to Ivy League schools in America? I don't know about that. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't... Thi- like, I know we have some, like, prestigious universities. If you had to say, like, the number one school, what would you say? Be like Waterloo? I was going to say Waterloo, to be honest. I don't... That's what I would have guessed. Okay. I don't really think of them 
I know that like uh, McLean's puts out like a, a chart on saying like these are the top universities in Canada. I honestly right. never investigated what the top are, so I I just I, I feel like with like Yale and Harvard, like the ones he gives as examples, it's just because the states is like everywhere and up in everyone's face, so mm. we know. And, about and all a lot their of those stuff. are like like Harvard's a law school primarily, so that's where it also gets prestige from. Yeah. Or it's like you know, but like England has Ox Oxford and Cambridge, right? Like there's yeah. there's some schools that come to mind in pop culture, I guess, that are like, oh, those right. are like serious schools. Whereas here, I don't know, I just don't. I don't think we that. have one that's in pop culture, but just like if I had to get, if I had to pick what our biggest one is, I would have said Waterloo. Okay, Nathan, what would you have said? I honestly don't know. Like I I I don't know that many Canadian universities. So I know Emily Carr is a pretty big art school. Okay. But then again, it's an art school, so it, it you know, it, it can't get that big, so. U of A. So good. I don't know. It's in Edmonton. That's the capital. So the, I guess the province. answer is, there, it doesn't have equivalents? No? But yeah, the all, all the universities good? are probably more comparable to, like, slightly better colleges. Maybe. In America. They're way cheaper, though. Huh. Yeah. Are you kidding me? God. You could get a degree for a single year's worth of school. That's what I've in heard. In a college? In. You can't get a degree in a college. When, what do you mean? I'm talking about our universities. Oh, I see. Yeah, compared to like States. Harvard or Sorry, Yale. I thought you meant colleges are way cheaper. No, no. I'm saying you pay 40000 for like a year's worth of stuff at like Harvard. Maybe. I don't know. These are right. guesstimates. These are guesstimates. Whereas I, that I've would heard that kind of number thrown years. around. Yeah, that would get you. Yeah, but I hear Microsoft's no longer charging that. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no one told Phil Fish. That's right. Okay. That's why he's upset, and that's why I moved to Canada. No, it's honestly forty thousand. <laughs> that's what I heard. But okay, whatever. Um, yeah, it's less expensive up here. Is it as good? I don't know. But are universities as important generally nowadays? I don't know. Just you know. Yes. Are they? Just are go. You saying universities are not important? Not. I don't know. Like you learn things, but are people as you snobbish? can't do like anything without a degree? That's not true. It it is getting like harder in the job market to get a proper job if you don't have a degree. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. I've honestly heard like just the opposite. It's just like just go do something. Like just go make a thing and then sell that thing, and you'll be. If ready. you have enough work experience, that's the trade off. So like it, it it's a toss up. Just go make Minecraft, dude. Notch doesn't have a degree. I don't know if he has a degree. He might. I think he has an honorary. Okay. Not 100% sure on that, though. I don't know. Just, right. I think the career path should be don't get a degree, just go make Minecraft. Just go make Minecraft. <laughs> or just go just make Everyone Facebook. just make Minecraft. We just, just need like just a drop, million different dude, versions of Minecraft. Like, drop out of Harvard, already have that, just go make a social network. That's what that movie was all about. You're supposed to just go do it. But he went to Harvard. Yeah, but then he quit. He didn't even need it. just this. saying, but he was there, so... Okay, so go for like a year and a half until you meet people that have a lot of money, like Andrew Garfield, and then get them to invest in your thing. And then screw them over. That's the lessons to be learned in David Fincher's Kids, go get a degree. The social network. I don't that Make first Kanye album also seemed to indicate you might not need one. So I don't know. College dropout. Whatever. Graduation though is the third one. That's not as Just good. don't try to get yourself into a bad financial situation. That's the main problem with post secondary is that student debt will kinda screw you over for the first couple of years of your life once you're done. Right. Actually, yeah, that is the other thing. It's like, well, I have a degree now, so that's great. But I also have thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. So, where does that get paid for by somebody? It's like, no, you just have to dig through that. So I don't know. I, I'm assuming at some point there's like a 
point beyond, like, you know, point of no return kind of thing, where it's like, you are officially too far in debt, you should probably just stop. <laughs> you should stop. Quit school, become a plumber, you You're done. Up, go, go get a, like, go work I don't know, I feel like they would be like, you're gonna keep letting us take more money from you? Okay, go ahead. The universities? Yeah, like, you're, if they if your debt gets worse, they'd be like, this just means more money for us. Right. Oh, oh no. Like there, oh, there's got to be some kind you. of system, though, that if you haven't, like, paid back a bit in this amount of time, they just won't let you take out more. Oh, no, I'm not saying, like, an official thing where they, they'll cut you off. Like, obviously, it's in their best interest to keep you digging your own hole forever, but I'm saying maybe you, at some point, you should just be like, uh... Oh, you're giving advice? Maybe, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, Don't also, rack up tons of debt. English is a great degree. It's so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's the most valuable degree in the whole system. It's not. He's lying. Yeah, I'm lying. I got one, though. It's still waiting at the office for me to pick up, though. I haven't gotten Wait, there. you haven't actually picked up your physical degree? No. I need well, to technically, do you don't actually need that physical degree. I kind of want they it, though. They don't check for it when you're at a job interview. No, but I mean, like, that. you'd think you'd at least want the piece of paper you worked four years for, or five years, saying, or however many years. I do. You don't I do. Need. I have mine framed, so... That is the weird psychological thing, though, of me just like, well, on my new resume, I'm going to say I have a degree, because I do. But then it's just like, I could have always said that. And yep. as long well, as they, I'm old they, enough... Some companies will check. Like, they're, you're, sure. you're like, logged into a system. If you're going for a career. Right. Yeah. If, you're, if you're aspiring big enough, someone at some point will probably check. But, I don't know. At that point, will you have talked a big enough game long enough that you're just like... Oh, doesn't matter. Like Gatsby. this guy clearly wouldn't be lying. That would be that would be crazy, right? Well, it's more like if you if you have the work to show for it, then it doesn't matter as much. Yeah, like Great Gatsby, he's got millions of dollars. Yeah, it's all bootleg money, but he talked a big game long enough. Yeah, Great Gatsby ends great. Way to go. Yeah, good don't, choice. Don't do what he did at the end of that, though. You know, go swimming in the morning with <laughs> drunk, crazy people walking around. <laughs> Life lessons. But that was because he was in love. As long as you don't fall in love, you can still do that. So as long as you kill your heart. Yes. No. I, Shutter your soul. Yeah. Play Wall Street. And Good to go. Yeah, and don't pretend you were driving like you weren't. Let her take the fall. Daisy, what are you doing? In theaters now. I wrote my diploma on that book. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Back in the day. I that never, I never read. I never read that book. A few months ago. I did. Yeah, the movie. I did watch that. I don't know. It was flashy and weird. It was okay. Anyway, that's, I don't know. Degrees, universities, let's move on to Allison's question, which is probably way more important. Uh, do you prefer Spike Siegel from Cowboy Bebop or Vasco Stampede <laughs> from Trigun? <laughs> <laughs> from university discussion to anime. Yeah, the anime convention happened at our university, so... That is great. Uh, Spike. Right. This is way more important. Spike, Spike. from Cowboy Bebop, okay. Um... Who who's Vash? What what is he all about from Trigun? Trigun. He's like, he wears a red jacket. Yep, he shoots guns. Okay, but he never shoots to kill. He never shoots, so he's got this code of honor thing, maybe. Yeah, like Batman. I d- looking at this picture. This dude has pretty cool glasses. He's also super goofy. Uh, those pictures probably will not do his attitude justice. There's one where he's like smiling goofily and eating a donut. So that's that's, that seems... that's more like what Bash actually is like. Okay. Um and the other dude is Spike from here, let me get a look. I have not seen I I've, I've seen part I haven't of... seen or read either of these, so I can't really say. Yeah, I've seen part of the Cowboy Bebop movie. 
Um, and I've never seen Trigun. Based solely on visual style alone, like I kind of like that Vash had basically like Paul's haircut from uh, Tekken, <laughs> and also weird glasses. So I'm gonna go with that guy. <laughs> All right, there you go. Yeah, I, I've fully watched both series, and I I go to Spike. Okay. Um, follow- so I have to be the tiebreaker. Yes, you do. Yeah, you don't have to choose if you've never seen anything from either one. Uh, but then we have one for each. Oh no. Yeah. Um. Well, clearly your homework for next week is to watch both series in full. The entire thing. All right. Cool. Okay. Just phone into work. Can't come in. Sorry. Got this podcast question. <laughs> Got this anime I need to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's really important. Um, okay, follow up question. Who's your favorite Mario Bro? There's only two. So this is pretty this is a pretty serious question. Waluigi. Oh, okay. Are we but he's in- not a brother. Are we including cousins? <laughs> okay, fine. Uh Luigi. Luigi has more uh personality than Mario does. That's kind of the thing, yeah, it's weird. Maybe because he's been a However, character. after playing new Super Luigi U, I don't like playing as Luigi. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of the thing. I like his personality and character more, but like I will choose Mario in Mario 3D Land, for example. Yeah, no, I, I like you know I always play as Mario in Brawl. Between those two guys, Luigi's Mansion was probably my favorite Mario property themed game. Okay, property lately, so I'll go with Luigi, I guess. Okay, that's why it's the year of Luigi. He's way more charismatic, I guess, or yeah, less you're charismatic. Right. But there's only one more thing relatable. left for the year of Luigi, so yeah, it's almost done. I guess I, I'm also gonna have to go with Luigi. Yeah, that's that's sorry Mario. Maybe like we when, when is that Dream Team game coming out? Character study. I thought it was August. All right, because I'm still wondering when Mario Golf comes out. But that's not part of the year, Luigi. I know, but like it's supposed to be this year. I thought it was supposed to be in the summer. Whereas, Something tells me September. I don't know. Why haven't they put mini golf in it since the first one? I don't know. That was the best thing about that game. I I love the mini golf part of the original Mario Golf. Yeah. I like mini golf more. Well, maybe they're trying to wait for Mario mini golf, and then they can sell you the game twice. Oh God, I hope not. Even unless it, it's really good courses. Or it's like, hey, it's an eShop game, and it's like, yeah, all right, I'll play some Mario mini golf. Well, there you go. Maybe for like ten bucks. Anyway, okay. Hey John, who's your favorite lady in Project X Zone? Since the ladies are, you know, you know, T-rated for a reason. I don't know what the. <laughs> What? Uh, are the they... characters are very boobs, so... Oh, okay. Uh, I have not played through X-Zone, I've, but I've looked through the, the character guide, and I know more or less who's in the game. I'll probably just say Jill out of habit. Okay. I don't I don't have enough context for this question, I guess. That's why it's aimed at is you. Is it Project X-Zone or Project Cross-Zone? Um, I think I think this is literally supposed to be X-Zone. Okay, because I've actually heard because this one's like th- like three different companies. So, but I, but I can understand why people would call it Project Cross Zone because there was Namco cross Capcom. So this is another weird fighting game with multiple licenses in it. It's not a fighting game; it's a tactical RPG. <laughs> okay, it truly well, is. What the is new these hotness, days, right? Yeah, I thought you were speaking like crazy talk, but no, you're. But right. no, this is this is a crossover game between Capcom, Namco Bandai, and uh, Sega. Okay, so this is like the. Robot Tyson type thing. I think it's, yeah, actually, a couple of the characters from uh, Robot Tyson actually show up in it. Oh, weird. Okay. Which is where, where the her T for Teen comment comes from because, like, all remember that Western one that was basically like, here's Cosmos and boobs. Like, half those characters show up in this. I didn't understand what any of that meant. Cosmos is from Xeno Saga, right? Yep. Okay. I, I understood that much. Also boobs. Th- there was like there was like a, a wild western. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you understood that one. Yeah, <laughs> would have gotten a big concern. I picked up on those two 
buzzwords. But <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Okay, fine. Um, okay, this question's from Renee. Is there a possibility that you could maybe make a little segment on free-to-play games where you maybe dig into one for a couple hours and give some insights worth playing, recommendation, etc.? So, yeah, just kind of... I feel like Nathan pl- pl- talks about a lot of free-to-play games. I was for a while, and eventually they just all sort of started seeming the same. I haven't looked into any of the popular, like, uh, tower defense stuff recently. Are, are we saying, like, free-to-play as in, like, Team Fortress microtransactions two. or just games that are free? Um, I'm assuming free-to-play games that are then, you have some sort of economy in there or something. I'm assuming... Oh, okay. I, I think both work games that are free or are free-to-play. Like, we talked about Space that... Team a lot. That, that's a great game. Um, I don't know. I played that on my road trip the other week. Yeah, Frog Fractions, that's a great free-to-play game. Because if we're talking about just games that are free, like, almost weekly Nathan was talking about some new weird free indie game. That was happening for a while, yeah. Um, so I'm going to say no to a segment, because it will come up in playing. Right. Technically, Cart Life, I mean, there's a lot of that game that is available for free. Um, but yeah. I still have that on Steam I need to play. Yeah. But I, I guess, I don't know, like, specifically like an iOS thing, that might be, maybe, but I don't know. Like, see, like, hey, what's the, what's the new hot thing this week? Oh, it's free. Whatever. Check this out. Like, what's that Candy Crush game? Everyone lo- hates it, I guess? Can- oh, you mean Candy Crush Saga or Candy Box? Uh, Candy Crush Saga. Yeah, that's. I think it's kind of like Bejeweled in a way. Okay. It's a Facebook game. But I heard, it's like, on, like, phones. And, like, the economy ramps, like, insane at the end. Like, it's like, hey, it's free for, like, 75% of the game. And then it's a lot of money because you need to pay us. We need money. Give us money. It gets really greedy somehow. Gotta make money somehow, I guess. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. That's all I've heard about that game, but I've never seen it. So maybe we should be up on these hot trends, like you know, farm building. Maybe it's not that bad an idea for. Uh, I follow Twitter, yeah. and if they talk about games, I will most likely play them. Right. Okay. So I. I guess no, we won't promise a segment, but you've put it in our brains that that is a thing. So maybe we'll you know, unconsciously do that at some point. I'll be like, I found myself playing this iOS game. I wasn't sure why, and then you'll know that it was you and this email. There you go. Um, okay, this last one's from Tom. I recently started playing Animal Crossing City Folk again, and I've noticed the grass the grass withering in places. What's your take on this feature? I find it pretty annoying, and I'm desperately trying to repair the damage. I'm not the only one playing. Okay. Oh, well, like someone... it with different people. Like someone else in their town is somehow ruining the grass? No, well, when you run, the grass withers away to dirt. Oh, really? So if he's playing with more human players, just that means more people are running around the town. Oh, weird. So it's kind of like a dirt path feature. Right, so you'll notice places you go to a lot will have dirt around them because you constantly go there, or you take that route through the trees or something. Oh, okay, because, yeah, I do run a lot in Animal Crossing, so I, I haven't noticed that it's wearing away the grass. I guess that kind of sounds neat to me. I don't, I don't know. I'm not too obsessive about the grass, but... I like that it's there, but it always makes me feel bad. But I'm not going to walk through that game. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, oh man, I'm tearing up the whole place. Oh well. Or make designated paths that you go on instead of... Well, you could be like one of those crazy people that like downloads full like street designs to put on the ground. Have you seen some of those? No. What is so that? So you know how you can put designs on the floor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People make, like, here's an entire sidewalk and stuff, like, cobblestone walkway. Oh, yeah, no, I have seen download, like, an entire do... set, so you have, like, the edges and the corners and stuff. Okay, I have seen people throw down, like, designs and patterns and stuff, but not necessarily, like, to simulate roads. 
Oh yeah, some people have been going crazy. I've seen even like Final Fantasy dungeons people put down on their place. Okay. That's cool. Like, good on you for expressing. I'm pretty sure this is way you can help heal the grass with something about flowers. I just don't know a ton about it. Okay. I do find myself inadvertently running over flowers sometimes, and then they explode. That's that sucks. Yeah, I try to avoid running over flowers, but sometimes they just wither away though too. I'm not watering them, so I'm not planting them either. I'm not sure where they're coming from, but anyway. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming, is that the same in New Leaf? Do they also have the dirt path thing? Yep. Okay. There you go. Animal Crossing. That is that. Is that. So what are we doing for Games of the Week this week? I guess thanks for sending us questions. Once again, Top Down Perspective Gmail, TDP Podcast on Twitter, Top Down Perspective on Facebook, and check the Steam page as well for free stuff. Anyway, Games of the Week. Picross. Picross. E- two weeks two in a row. Two weeks in a row. Whoa. Crazy. <laughs> well, I didn't play that much this week, and technically, it's connected with last week's. Right, and we we okay. chose it for you, but still, okay. I, I appreciate you choosing it for me. Yeah, I played some pretty crazy stuff with Last of Us this week, but I have to give it to Game and Wario. Whoa, because that game is fantastic. That's so interesting to hear. That's the first person on the internet saying that. Like Game and Wario, little bracket thing. Yeah, it's in like book. the 60s on like Metacritic. Really? Yeah, it's getting, oh, no. it got slammed pretty hard. I think that game is fantastic. All right, critics are crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. Game and Wario. It's this year's Deadly Premonition. I'm, I'm, I'm 61 on Metacritic. Man, that's what brutal. Are what are they not on, like? Out of 47 it? critics. Actually, you know what? That They did the same thing with Mega Micro Games, the GameCube port. Because they're just like, ah, it's just a port. Who would want to play this? And I was like, this game's fantastic, you guys. And also, it was budget price, too. So, I don't know, man. That that sucks. That's weird. I'm going to check that out. That that sounds sufficiently interesting. So, thanks, Sean, for checking in on that. Telling the people what they should be playing. Yeah. I'm just looking at this. How many reviews so far? 47? Wow, yeah. Let me bring it back up. Uh, Yeah, 47. Yeah, there's a lot there. Huh. Seven positive, 37 mixed, three negative. I like that game way more than everyone else, it seems. Okay. Well, there you go. Keep in mind, it's $40. Yeah. Just, you know, remember that, guys. 40 40 bucks. bucks. And sense of humor. Like, imagine Nintendo Land was really funny. Sounds interesting. But, okay. From what I remember reading about reviews, I think a lot of people are like, this is trying to be Nintendo Land or beat Nintendo Land, but it's failing. So that's why everyone's thinking. I think it succeeded. Anyway, uh, Nathan, what's your game of the week? Um, Demon Souls. It's really there cool. All right, I'm gonna play Excellent. it again probably right after this. So I gotta beat that second area. Yeah, I'm gonna go finish uh, Last of Us after I go out for dinner. Okay, some more gaming will happen. But uh, thanks for joining us. Um, happy Independence Day. Yeah. Happy America. Happy America. See you guys next week. See ya.